We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Oh, so God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily we forgot to grow up Hey everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Andrew. Welcome to episode number 69 of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about the Oscar nominations that just came out. And try um, not to laugh at the fact that this is episode 69. See, I wasn't even going to talk about that because we're <laughs> see, adults But I was here. thinking the exact same thing that Andrew was just <laughs> thinking. Like, we're going to do our best not to laugh at it the entire time because we're really children at heart. <laughs> we forgot to grow up. That's fair. Exactly. <laughs> So we'll talk about the Oscar nominations, we'll not laugh about things, and then we'll talk what we watch this week, and uh, that's that's it, that's the agenda. So, let's launch into these Oscar nominations, I guess. Let's Where do we want to start? We start with the obvious category, the best picture category. The best picture one? Okay, well I'm interested to hear what your guys' opinions on them are. So, we've got Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. Now... You've seen, seen two, Andrew, and I've seen yep. one, and Scott's seen one. We saw yep. the same one. Yep. <laughs> uh, I would l- I would have liked to have seen Vice, but I didn't. I don't know if it's Vice was fantastic. Was it? Oh, you yes. saw Vice? I didn't See, know. That. I, I would have. I I think I would actually really like Vice, um, based on what it looked like. Okay, my money. If I had to bet on something, it would either be Black Klansman or Black Panther. Yeah. I feel like it's going one of those way ways but deep down inside like i just i want to give it to vice like it was just it was just intense i mean i i I honestly it was just christian bale's ability to change his body into whatever the fuck he wants to turn it into (laughs) sam rockwell being a fantastic actor just like i look at him i just want to laugh it doesn't matter what role he's in and seeing him as w was just like haha but I want to give it to Vice, but honestly, I, I I think it's going Black Black Klansman or Black Panther. That seems reasonable to me. I feel like there will be riots in the street if Black Panther doesn't clean the fuck up. <laughs> it does sometimes feel that way a little bit lately. Yeah. As we as you read a little bit of like the the Oscar talk and the fact that they like cleaned up not cleaned up but they did okay they got a couple big awards at the SAG Awards so yeah. like. It does have a little bit of a leaning towards those two, I would think. But there's also a few others that I've heard inklings about, but it all gets muddy because it's like, oh, well, yeah, these all these movies are crossed pretty much every category, you know what I mean? Like, all the yeah. best picture ones are also all the lead actors and all the lead actresses and all those supporting actors. There, I feel like, like there's okay. a lot of bias that we don't, like, as laymen, we don't understand and don't get for yeah, these nominations and all that stuff, like... Because there's you know there's movies that have definitely come out this year that I would have put on this list before some of these ones, considering I've never fucking heard of Roma, I've never Wait, heard of that hear, movie. You didn't hear of Roma? No, <laughs> I never even that heard one's of a that. Netflix one. That's the only reason I was surprised about that one. Never heard of Roma. That's so fair. why is that on this list to me? The Black Klansman, it, at least in Canada, didn't get nearly as much exposure as it should have. Yeah, I didn't even like, know when that hit theaters. To be honest, yeah, that one so snuck like past there's. Me. I feel like they just lean heavily on, oh, okay, like, 
especially nowadays. Maybe back in the day when it was you know it was originating and just starting to get it, you know gain some steam as like the big award show. Maybe mm. then it was based around who was talking about it, or maybe let's just give it our honest opinion. Well, then there's but less I, movies. Yeah, but I feel like now it's just whatever people talk about most, regardless of whether it was worthy or not. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't know if I could speak to the worthiness of most of these just because I haven't seen most of them, so I can't. I can't really speak to that. If you know what I mean, but I. I know what you mean. I. I agree because it's weird that it's like, well, I didn't go see most of these for a reason in a sense, and it's like, I, how I does honest, that apply as the best? You know, I honest to God wouldn't put a Star Is Born on my best pictures list. I would definitely say the acting came in like quality wise. It it definitely deserves a nod towards like the soundtrack. I wouldn't say it's the best fucking movie of the year. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, again, couldn't speak to that. Green, Green Book was an amazing movie. So you've seen it, most of these, eh? <laughs> yeah, I've seen... I've, I've never fucking heard of Roma, but I've seen most of them. <laughs> so finding Craig's initial thing that we're giving to this, oh, we each saw one and you saw two, is yeah, completely was wrong. wrong. I was, we saw I was just going to let it slide. You but, saw, like, yeah, all but what? Them. All but yeah. Roma, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and The Favorite. And The Favorite. That's the one I've never heard of. Like that's just, I think that's the one about uh, Queen whatever with the stuffs. I believe it's something to do with Victorian era somebody. Yeah, that's all I've gotten from a poster I saw when this was nominated. That's about it. that's all <laughs> I've heard about it. And I'm like, well, yeah. how does like how does this thing have a significant cultural impact if you know I haven't heard of it? Like I stay that's pretty, what I'm saying. I that's exactly per- what I'm saying. Exa- like so I feel yeah, like I it's just some somewhere along the way it was either we either need to have movies on here that are different. Things that aren't the everyday, something that ooh, it's culturally shocking to be. T- it's something different that no one's done before, regardless of its quality. And then you also get times where I feel like sometimes it's just we need to get this actor this award. Yeah. Or we need to find like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, it's it's a shame Legacy that he award. hasn't won an Oscar. Yeah. Well, it took him fucking years to get it. He fucking he didn't earn it before. Yeah, like that. It's not a shame he didn't have one. It was just he didn't fucking measure up. Apparently, well, and I and feel like there's just that's their own. I feel like there's just too. a lot of yeah, and I think there's just a lot of pressure like to make these movies that may or actors who may not cut it have stuff just to say they did it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. All that being said, I think it's going to be Black Panther, Black Klansman. If Bohemian Rhapsody gets, I'm gonna be fucking livid. But at the same time, like I get it. Like there's what four movies on this list that I look at immediately, and I think, okay, these ones hit uh, you know a specific demographic. Yeah, and that's and where I'm like, yeah, they could stick out. That's where I'm struggling to pick one in particular because I'm like, like, okay. like Vice is just a movie about a, an old white guy. Okay, it was a good fucking movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I, I want to see that one win just because it was something that really no one had seen yet. Yeah, done in a movie. But same with other things. You know, no one had ever seen the Queen movie. <laughs> yeah, no one had ever seen no the Black Klansman movie. So like, I I can't really lean just on that. But I would want to see Vice win. But there's a lot of movies on here. Like Green Book would, is phenomenal. It was a fucking amazing movie. I've heard that. About I like that it was historically accurate. I like that they didn't try to stray away. And they give you the knowledge of just like how deeply fucking depressing like his history, especially in like the southern states, are with the fact that they had a green book that was like, oh, yeah, you know, black people can stay at these hotels. Like That's, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. And it still is that way in some spots. But... Like it's, I like that one. It wouldn't be my pick, 
just because it is an obscure movie that I don't think a lot of people see, went to see. Yeah. Like, it was more of a... Well, know. I don't think it was available ever. That's the problem with some of That's these. That's very, They're very, yeah. like, limited runs. They tend to be, like, ones that start off with indie runs, and then they get, like, major releases. But I live in the capital city of Ottawa, and that's apparently not a major city. Or, no. And it's like, wait, how how is Ottawa not a major enough city in Canada for it to, <laughs> to get a theatrical release of some of these things? And I'm just like, okay, well, or it's only in, like, one theater. Especially considering to, like, fucking Belleville gets most of them. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> or it's Peterborough, just, yeah. It's just, like, crazy. I'm just like, wait, what? what what's happening? Like, or it'll only be available one that's, like, 45 minutes away. And I'm like, I got to go 45 minutes to watch a movie? Yeah. To add the length of the movie onto well, my commute. Mm. Welcome to my life, man. Welcome well, to yeah, my life. Well, yeah, that's that's fair. I always forget about that when I think of, when I'm complaining about my commute to get to the movies. Like, I went to see Vice about a month ago, and it's on on theater or in theaters this week in town. Oh God. The Green Book. I just saw it the other day because yeah. it was in town last week. That is the only reason I saw it because I didn't even fucking know it was out until like I like, I seen previews, but I never yeah. saw the release date until I was like, oh shit, it's in town. I better go see that. Yeah, no, I was in the same boat. I have no idea when most of these movies came out this year. Yeah. So are we ready to move on from Best Picture now that I've given my little rant about? I feel like it's gonna be these ones, but I want it to be this one. I'm, I'm good cool to move with on. It. Okay. Are you, are Moving you settled on to... with it, Craig? Yeah, I'm happy with what we've talked about. Okay. <laughs> what sure I've talked about. You didn't about. too much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to lead actor. What do you guys lean towards? Well, I haven't seen any of these movies. I so also have not seen any of these nice movies. It's nice to see Vigo Mortensen <laughs> getting work. I want William <laughs> Dafoe to win just because I like him as a person. <laughs> I, I have like... never heard of At Eternity's Gate. I believe that literally came out at just at the very end of the year. Like I think it was out for the last two weeks of the Let year, or just up. December. It did not get a wide release, I know that. Um, but no, I just want him to win just because I like him, and I'm like... Yeah, why not? <laughs> Have I you, this, this is a total tangent, and yep. I'm trying to stay on on topic these last couple weeks. Have you guys noticed that lately? Like one actor will pop up, and he'll be in like four or five projects in a year, and then you just won't fucking hear about him again for another four or five years. Like I was kind of talking to you about this the other day, Scott, with Richard Dreyfus. Yes, yes. How like I hadn't seen him in anything, and then all of a sudden he's in a couple things again. Yeah. I have a theory like, about that. There's like a couple actors that I've seen it happen with lately. I call it the balancing the books <laughs> year, which is they go five years and they realize they need to top up the bank account a little bit. Maybe they had another kid. Maybe they want to <laughs> have an expensive fair. vacation. That and is, they're like, that okay, absolutely we'll bang fair. out five movies this year. Then I could take another few years off. And then when, you know, that time comes again. Because that's Nick Cage is like famous for taking, like that's why he's in so yeah. many movies is because yeah. he just wants to bank as much money as he can so he'll do these million dollar movie like you know shit movies that no one's heard of just so that he can pad his bank account as much that's as fair. he wants well he he owes a lot of fucking money He's well that's part of fucking it, yeah <laughs> exactly okay. so you know some of them have to balance it out that way i assume you know so that's that and i think you know some of them just they have like a little bit of a resurgence in a sense you know they get a good agent or you know they just find the right roles again if that makes sense but that's fair yeah it's it's hard to say because some of these like so many actors will go different routes with it some of them will just take time off some will go to theater and it's like yep you don't hear from them for a few years because we don't well i don't want to speak for you too i don't keep track of you know broadway and the theater yeah. um yeah 
the a tool. That was my attempt at being pretentious. So I'm I'm looking at um at Eternity's Gate right now. Yeah. And I don't know how the fuck I didn't hear about this. It's got Willem Dafoe, obviously. Yeah. It's got Oscar Isaac. Mads Milkinson's in it. Nice. Or Mickelson. Like, Mickelson, yeah. Yeah, Mad Mickelson. How how have I never heard of this movie? Yeah, like, this is another I'm gonna, one. I'm going to forget and move totally past the fact that Willem Dafoe is up for lead actor. How the fuck have I never heard of this movie? Yeah, this how is... are actors up for things and things that people don't know about? Like, we have a movie podcast, and I don't know about these things. How can these people be getting awards? It's the, it's the Hollywood bubble, right? It's oh, the man. academies. It's the people who, like, the people who work in the industry are the ones who are nominating each other. So it's like, well, that's where you get into this weird thing, because, like, you know, obviously they're a little bit more in the know for some. Yeah. Well, not in the know, but they're they're able to see all these things because they're, you know, Los Angeles has never left out of the, you know, where's screenings yeah. are appearing right that's, that's one of the things i don't like about seeing like you know seeing remy malik up here for bohemian rhapsody or seeing the story of bohemian rhapsody because a lot of it is just we have to take them at their word <laughs> like we are we all know and we've talked about it how bohemian bohemian rhapsody they they twisted a lot of shit and they added yeah. stuff to the story just to do it because they fucking can i heard an expression today for that it was like fan uh, like fantasy biopic or something like that like fantastical yeah. biopic or something like that yeah where they yeah they're just trying to fucking sell tickets yeah well and they're like, trying to like clean up the the history a little bit you yeah. know the bad stuff high like turn up some emphasize of the, like, the bad shit like that's what intrigues me yeah that's what i want to like, know about them we, we all fights. know that famous people are are nuts tell me about it okay yeah, that's what we want to see is mick jagger nice no no <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> Famous people are weird as shit. <laughs> Your suspicions are correct. Anyways, I, I would have to say for my guess for this one, again, I want Christian Bale to win it. I just I fucking feel like Bradley Cooper is going to get it. I'm going to be bummed as shit. Even though Bradley Cooper is a cool dude. Bradley Cooper could be the coolest dude ever. I don't want him to win because of this. That's fair. I kind of, okay, I kind of know what you mean. I, I don't kinda, know why, but I'm miraculous that a star if he wins this, <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of miraculous if he wins this with his deviated septum, like having overcome <laughs> that. But like, should, they should send Adam Scott up there to yeah to, <laughs> to accept, accept the award. <laughs> like, I want to see Christian Bale win it for Vice because this guy went above and beyond and like doing what he did to his body. Like, if for no other reason, that's fucking worth it. Just like I feel like um, Gary Oldman deserved it for The Darkest Hour last year. That's fair. After like his his portrayal of, uh, what's his name, the guy with the place when, with Churchill. the thing? Churchill. Churchill, yeah, that guy. The guy with the but place at the same thing. time, Viggo Mortensen World was Lord fantastic. Was yeah. <laughs> or was that was the, the place? place. <laughs> okay. Was, I was just double checking. I wasn't sure. Yeah. World War II was the thing. England was the place. Just getting my nouns straight. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see Viggo Mortensen win it, though. I don't want to see Bohemian Rhapsody win it again. Or again, but again, I don't want to see that movie win anything. Yeah. Fuck that movie. I don't want to see Bradley Cooper win it in that role. And I've never even heard of At Eternity's Gate, so I can't vote for that one. So it's either Vice or Green Book. 
I'm going with Willem Dafoe just as the underdog because we've never heard of it. I've never even seen a poster for it. But Willem he Dafoe! Was, he was a cool green uh, goblin. Willem. <laughs> I'm going for Legacy Oscar for him. Yeah. <laughs> Next up with Lead Actress. So I oh. haven't seen any of these movies either, but I don't like Melissa McCarthy, so... <laughs> Well, are you going to ask her if she can ever forgive you? I'm not going to ask her because I don't ever want to talk to her. <laughs> See, I feel like she's a cool person. It's just, and I've mentioned it before, I feel like she's typecast into a specific type of role. But I don't like that and role, and I feel she's, like that's her person. Her role is dangerously close to being the equivalent of Amy Schumer. Yeah. And ain't nobody got time for that. So no, I'm going no I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my money on... Yeah. <laughs> Smart call. Smart call. Yeah. Um, Scott, who are you who you're so, leaning towards? Well, first I'm of all, we should probably list it. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the lead actress from Roma. I apologize, but I, I refuse to butcher anybody's name. Glenn Close in The Wife, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, Lady Gaga in A Star is Born, and Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me? So I think the favorites, like, from the buzz I've heard are Glenn Close and Lady Gaga. That makes uh, sense to me. I want Glenn Close because she was in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah. <laughs> That's how I make decisions. <laughs> Honestly, I was going to say I want Patty Hughes to win it. Yeah. Because that that's Glenn Close up. from Damages. Well, oh, that's fair. I still haven't gotten to So, damages. same person, different, different <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, so. We, so we wait, do we have a consensus reasons. on one of we these want, We want her to win for things that weren't what she's nominated for. Well, we did see her. I support it. I'm going to say this it. is all just legacy awards we're giving because we haven't seen most of the things these people have been in. <laughs> yeah, not in, not for the lead actress stuff anyways. Is yeah. it, I don't even know if that says anything about us, but I, I've never heard of Roma. i never heard of The Favorite. And I, honestly, up until this point, I, didn't, I don't think I've ever heard of Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yeah, that one I... Did I did not heard like, of until a star this is born stuff. is the only one I've seen there, and like just based off of things that I know exists, I'd I'd have to say Lady Gaga, but yeah. fuck that, I want to give it to Glenn Close. I think she, Lady Gaga is gonna get it. I think lately she's built up enough steam, yeah, being all over social media and it people seems, talking about her. It seems like, like people want to just give it to her. It for, seems pushed towards her. Yeah, but it seems I want like the Glenn public Close have decided it. it, or like yeah, this like the. Society has come to a, a consensus on it already, and it's like, well, it's like I think Black Panther's gonna win. Like, I, I think that one's gonna win Best Picture, just because at this point, like all the talk that's been about it being the greatest movie ever made, it it's going to. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's it's our generation's version of uh, fuck. What was the one with Rosebud? Rose. Citizen Kane. Oh, I was that's the movie that. I was thinking. Titanic it might be too considered to be a pretty gigantic movie man fuck titanic oh shit <laughs> anyways moving on to supporting actor this is a good one yeah. i like sam elliott that mustache that mustache alone what deserves things for him and a star is born we got i'm i'm Marshall. not gonna attempt this yeah that guy ali from green book I only know that because he was in Luke Cage. There we go. <laughs> That's the only reason I know is how to yeah, pronounce his he's, name. Yeah, he's in the season three of uh, True Detective. He's awesome. That's true. I forgot about that. Adam Driver in Black Klansman. I like Adam Driver. Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell in Vice. See, this one's a tough one for me because A, I haven't seen any of these, but B... B, there's multiple legacy picks? Exactly, because Sam Elliott <laughs> was in Iron Man 2. Uh, Adam Driver is obviously in Star Wars. And yep. 
uh, Sam Elliott, Sam Elliott, and then Mahershala Ali was in Luke Cage. <laughs> Sam Elliott, Sam Elliott. <laughs> yeah, well, he's from that truck commercial. <laughs> he's in. Yeah, yeah. Well, whether it was Dodge or Ford, I'll never remember, but he's in one of them or both. <laughs> Ram tough. It's, it's yeah, it's Dodge because <laughs> yeah. uh, Dennis Leary does Ford. Yeah, fair. that's fair. I was I just cannot remember because as soon as those commercials come on at theaters, I'm just like, why did I pay twenty dollars to be shown advertisements? <laughs> And for delay 45 the different vehicles. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, if I had this vehicle to get here, ah, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I want to come to this earlier show. I afford a brand new Kia Forte if I can't <laughs> afford the popcorn. Exactly. Oh, man. So true. <laughs> so true. I don't think they make the Forte anymore. <laughs> but that wasn't the point. An- another, another tangent. And I'll get back on. When they, that car existed, I always wanted to see a Chicago Bears themed <laughs> Kia Forte commercial. You know where they were doing like weird shit, like yeah. in their commercials at the time. Oh, where yeah. I was like, "Oh, this isn't my Forte," but that is. Like, I would have liked to see like a guy just like in in the I was gonna call it the cockpit in the driver's seat, like feeling the steering wheel and like just like enjoying the inside of the car. And they come outside and like a, like a, a smoking hot chick walk up and talk to the guy in the car, like. Oh, is, this, is this your car? And you're like, oh no, this isn't my forte, but that is. And then just point to like Matt Forte, like trying on a suit or something like that, <laughs> or just like talking to someone crossing the road in his Bears jersey. I would have shit my pants for that commercial. That has nothing to do with supporting actors. Who I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give mine to Sam Rockwell. Okay. <laughs> because he nailed it as W. But I'm gonna give an honorable mention to. That name you said, Ali. Mahershala. That one, Ali. I don't know if it's worse that I'm not even willing to attempt to pronounce it, <laughs> or that I'm afraid to say it wrong and offend somebody. No, I understand. Like, but, I only feel confident in saying it because I've heard it said so many times in videos that I'm like, okay. I, I'm fairly certain that's how it's said. But we all know my pronunciation's never yeah. accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to uh, Cottonmouth in Green Book. Nice. I think I'll go. I'll agree with you on that one, because I I liked his role. In, he wasn't in that long enough, so just give him a legacy one for this he movie. I didn't it. see. <laughs> Plus, do, supporting actress. Let's throw that in there. <laughs> there we go. Supporting actress. Amy Adams in Vice. Marina de Tavira in Roma. Regina King and If Beale Street Could Talk. I've heard of that. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of that one. So I've heard of two on this list. Okay, at least. that's good. And then Emma Stone and Rachel Weiss in The Favorite. See, I feel like it's got to go to The Favorite just because, well, it's got two. It's got two? I'm just going to yeah, but how do you here. justify who it goes to? <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're going by my kind of flip, weird flip system, it's, it's the one who's been in the MCU and or anything else. And she was in... You know, Spider-Man, so she was Gwen Stacy, so Emma Stone, that is. Yeah, I, I don't she know wasn't if Rachel Watts has been anything. Well, that's Marvel. She's in a comic book movie, I mean, so <laughs> so that, that counts. Plus, she was also in Birdman, which I really liked, and I don't remember if that won an Oscar or not. So, again, Legacy. We'll just, we'll, I'm throwing it at Emma Stone, just because. See, Easy I'm going a. the opposite. I'm giving it to Rachel Weiss. <laughs> okay. Because she was in The Mummy, and I crushed... 90s hard, 
Yeah. Okay, so she's her. Okay, now I know who she yeah. is. I didn't and know I who she was before. Hardcore on her as a kid. I understand that. So that she gets my legacy pick. That's fair. Well, see now. But I also want to give it to Regina King because she was I in know. the Mummy, and that—that's a very big legacy <laughs> pick. That was there before the MCU or any comic book. Says the legacy really of legacies. Oh, this is a tough one. But I'm gonna rescind my Rachel Weisz, and I'm gonna give it to Regina King because I know she's an amazing actress, and I feel like she's gonna kill it. I like I've seen her body of work. I know what she can do, and she terrifies me. <laughs> that seems so like I'm a very good reason. Her. Craig, yeah. what did you think? I'm going to recuse myself from these ones since I have no opinion on any of it. I thought so. I thought that's your, your opinion on most of these. That's been my opinion on almost all of it. Yeah, that's why I was going ridiculous with my picks. <laughs> yep. That's fair. Yeah, because I don't know anything. Like, I couldn't even tell you <laughs> what fair. any of these people look like, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. Like, if you showed me pictures of them and said, name these actresses, I would have been like, I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. You'd be like that cutaway in Family Guy where they talk about uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and the other one that kind of looks like her. And, uh, like, Carter's Carter's going blind because he has, needs, excuse me, needs cataract surgery. Yep. And they're like, oh, Daddy, that's Bryce Dallas Howard. You are blind. And then ends up being Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Fantastic. That, yeah. That is it. <laughs> okay. So are we going to move on? Are we going to talk directors? Because I only recognize Spike Lee from this list. That's the only thing one I know too. So I was like, I, I guess it's Spike Lee. Unanimous <laughs> Spike Lee, my That's man. It's going to be the agreement. Yep. <laughs> and I definitely could only pronounce one other of these names on this list. Is, is it? Is it your Pavel Pavlovsky? <laughs> yeah. Does do either of those sound like things I've ever been able to pronounce in my life? Anything with a that ski at the end? <laughs> well, that the guy definitely who, seems like a movie that definitely needs to be associated with a Cold War movie. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that directed Cold War is Polish, I'm pretty sure. That, so yeah, those those yeah. those W's are just V's. Like, yeah. That's fair. Or Yorgos <laughs> Alfonso Cuaron. Okay, moving on to animated. We <laughs> completely skipped the easy one, Adam McKay. Yeah, that's yep. the one I could. It was it, honestly, it was too Americanized white. Not worth it. We're not going to talk about it. That's fair. You uh, know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to Google that now and make sure that I Adam, I Adam didn't McKay. shit the bed. <laughs> Adam McKay's not a guy you don't think he is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be terrible. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for saying that in a very uh, <laughs> Americanized white. And nope, he's pretty much exactly what you think. Yeah, yeah, that is the definition of what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter glasses, white guy with some stubble, gray. Yeah, yeah, that is that is exactly what I meant. I stand he's, by it now. He's got a uh, pretty good body work. Co-wrote um, has a car- has a comedy partnership with Will Ferrell, with whom he co-wrote the films Anchorman, Talladega Nights, and the other guys. Oh damn! Okay, so I give credit to like two of those as being decent movies, as long as he's not credited with like Step Brothers, because co- co-founded Vice. Uh, Vice isn't a comedy, is it? No, I didn't think so. So like a lot of his big things were like, well, what you listed at least were a lot of yeah. comedies. So he it's... co-founded Funny or Die. He's an executive producer on Drunk History. So this is a big kind of change for him with Vice being, from what I understand, more of a historical... It it was like a weird combination. Okay. Like, it was like some jokes here and there, but also like... He wrote the big show. I'm I'm a fucking badass. 
Wrote the Big Short, produced and directed Vice. Wrote the wrote the Big on Short Ant was Man. great. Um, That's why his name sounds familiar to me. <laughs> I just yeah, assumed yeah. I had heard his name before because I'm like, oh, it's a very generic name. I think you were thinking Sean McVay, head coach for the oh. L.A. Rams. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I would know that. Wrote a bunch of Saturday Night Live episodes. Who didn't write a bunch of Saturday Night Live episodes? Oh, I wrote Saturday Night Live, no, yeah. Saturday Night Live episodes. <laughs> you can't prove that. Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, there's such things as credits. Your name would be in uh, them. Uncredited. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> he directed a bunch of stuff. A bunch of Saturday Night Live episodes. Anchorman. We directed a bunch of Saturday Night Live no, episodes. Get that. to your point. Ken, definitely not. Big short. Big Short keeps coming up. I love that movie. That's a great movie. That's actually like one right. of my favorite. I, I'm going to change my pick. I'm going to I'm going to pick Adam McKay. Of course you are. You didn't have a pick the, before. <laughs> I did. I agreed with Spike Lee because it was the only name I recognized. Oh, okay. Sh- I missed that. The I'm, Big sticking Short, with, I'm sticking with Spike Lee. The Big Short is my favorite movie, so I'm going to have to go with... That's uh, fair. Okay, I like I, I like how you're kind of going with my system now to give these awards. Legacy <laughs> slash not really... <laughs> So animated feature then? Because I can actually speak to one of these movies. So if Spider-Man My, Into the Spider-Verse doesn't win it, then I... Yeah, really I, wanted, I want to see Incredibles... To. I want to see Incredibles 2 win it because that's a legacy pick for me. Oh. But that, is ju- that is something I've literally been waiting for since nothing... the fifth grade. However, just based off of the animation style and how that was groundbreaking and how they're trying to like trademark that style as being like theirs... It's got to be Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, right? Like, it oh, has yeah. to be. Regardless, regardless of story, regardless of actors and actresses that they brought in to, like, do it, regardless of quality, just the animation alone. Like, it's got to be that one. Well, I think it goes beyond... I think a lot of those things you listed, though, go into why it also is the best of those ones, too. From what I heard, like I said, I haven't seen any of the other ones, but there's a reason I didn't see most of these other ones, because I'm like, eh... Because I've never heard of Mirai and Isle of Dogs. I saw, like, oh, it's a Wes Anderson movie. That's why I never saw it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, he's not my favorite type no. of f- filmmaker. I don't particularly enjoy any of the I just watched an episode of Family Guy where they, can, where they kind of shit on Wes Anderson movies. So They're just not for me, even though I did that to, like, one of them. does. Wes Anderson's <laughs> very easy to pick on. That, that makes sense. But no, I, It's because his fucking name is Wes Anderson. <laughs> They're also they've got a style to them, yes. and yeah, and they they feel like, like I think I like he did a hotel like they want to be right? Wallace and Gromit, and then they, they aren't. Wallace I mean, the and guy Gromit. lives in Paris for crying out loud. No comment. That's yeah, I was exactly gonna say take of that what you it's will. Exactly <laughs> what you think it is. Make it make of it. That I've is, never been that to Paris. The, I can't speak. I didn't join you guys on the Euro trip. Saying the guy lives in Paris is like me saying Adam McKay is a Americanized white guy name. Yep. You know what we mean. <laughs> but Incredibles two gets my legacy pick. I think it's gonna be Spider Man. It has to be Spider Man. I think so too. But Incredibles two gets my legacy pick. I'll be watching that this weekend. Because it just got added to Netflix. Incredibles 2? Yeah, today. Tight. That, Tight. Is, I don't even think that I means I get to on. watch it. Yeah, they both. It's, that got added today, yeah. Yes. Elastigirl is a badass. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to animated shorts. I've only ever seen Bao. Bao? Is that that's the a Canadian that's production? The, and it's yeah, it takes in place Toronto. in Toronto. Yep. 
Yeah, it's the uh, the one about the little dumpling. Oh, okay, yeah, I Ooh, thought so. I heard about the controversy around that. I've seen, I've seen that one too. Yeah, yeah I've it's seen the just Incredibles the two one. It. Yeah, and that one gets my my pick because I know of it. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, adopt I mean, screenplay. That <laughs> sound about fair? Is that reasonable? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I was trying to move us on. What? Uh, what makes an adapted screenplay? I believe that means that there was a source material that it was that adapted is, from. That, is that makes sense. Yeah, That makes sense, considering the next one up that is we're going to talk about, the final screenplay. one, is original screenplay. All right. So, okay, so adapted screenplay, I refuse, refuse to give it to A Star is Born. I don't want to see a movie that's a fucking remake of a remake of a remake get the adapted screenplay Oscar. Get the fuck out of here. That's that's a very like, actually fair argument, I think. It's like, like, well, it's already if, been done if, a few times. Yeah, like, like, what did they adapt? If, if, <laughs> if, if you make four different batches of chocolate chip cookies and you've managed to tinker with it and perfect it, you don't deserve a fucking award for that. It took you forever. You weren't just like, bam! You know, well, you don't get really the, you good. don't get credit for being like nailing it. No, I refuse to fucking give it to a Star Is Born. I, they can I, they can suck on my nipple. No way. I refuse to give it to them. Agree with your reasoning, but I don't like your analogy. Okay, let's remix the analogy, okay? <laughs> you don't get to have four kids and then have three of them fuck up and then have one who's get great and only award, take and get, only t- yeah, exactly. Get the parenting award for the flat for the last one. Yeah, that's exactly. That, that's a little closer. Is, is this an analogy we can get behind? That is better. That's better okay. than because you, you describe my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't number fours. So. Oops. Awkward. No comment. Well, was the uh, favorite. Was it's, better, it's better. It's better than fair. the uh, better than the cookie analogy. That's for sure. Because much better. Plenty of things are perfected and then win awards. Wines, beers. That's fair. Cooking. That's fair. I accept that. I'm, we're going to roll with the kid analogy. Give me my Oscar for my second try to adapt it. <laughs> <laughs> Best adapted analogies. We made it work. But just for that alone, like a star of. You can't win adapted screenplay if it's another version of another movie of another movie. What if those other movies didn't do nearly as good as this one, which makes this the best version? I don't give two shits about the other movies. It's. You can't. Like. If you took a, the Dark Knight, you know one of one of the one that people bust their nut to superhero movie wise, and you make the second version of the Dark Knight, you remake that movie. It doesn't get the adapted screenplay award. Like it doesn't deserve it. You're just remaking a movie that already exists. I can't. I can't sign off on it. I refuse. No way. I'm. I gotta say, Black Klansman. <laughs> That's fair. Because again, I've never heard of. Can you ever forgive know. me? The Ballad of Buster Scruggs was mediocre at best. Yeah, I don't. I haven't watched that yet. Give still. it to that. I, I like the Coen Brothers. We did a whole episode dedicated to that. Yes, we did. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs just flat out doesn't deserve it. <laughs> and if Beale Street could talk, I didn't see it. I'm sure it was amazing, but I got to give it to Black Klansman because I know of that one. I've seen it. It's Spike Lee. No objection from me. There we go. Cool. Original screenplay. Is this consensus? I already put my. Uh, I already put my in- input in there. Yeah, that's fair. So our final topic we're going to talk about is original screenplay. So what do you guys think? To go through all of them. Okay, so we got the favorite by Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara. 
first reformed. Which but... is the first time this one's shown up on this list of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. still haven't heard. Paul first time I've Paul heard Schrader. of Schrader. I've uh, heard of him. Green Book, Nick Vallelonga, Brian Curry, and Peter Farley. Roma by Alfonso Cuaron and Vice, Adam McKay, which is still an Americanized white guy name. <laughs> what do you guys think? I'm rolling with my pick. Every time Adam McKay's on the list, I gotta go with it. It's between him and Green Book for me. Like, Green Book really, like, I love that fucking movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I don't I think it got enough. Movie. I don't think it got enough I think I know credibility. The, I think I know I don't, the concept, but I just didn't see the movie. I don't think it rolled enough. That's fair. You know, like to get enough, like it didn't gain enough momentum, I don't think, to win this one. So I'm going to go with Vice, but I'm leaning so heavily on that movie so far. So I'll Although pick Green I didn't... Book just for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and I know f- the two actors in it. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. <sighs> but I'm torn. I'm going to I'm gonna look up this first Reformed movie, just take a quick gander at it. Yeah, give us a, give us a read of its summary. Let's see. It gave me a 2017 movie, and that doesn't sound right. It is. It's a fucking, like, first reformed on, it's 2017 on IMDb. That can't be right. They might have just not have adjusted the production. It's got Ethan Hawke in it. Okay. And Amanda Seyfried. Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, okay, this one one isn't getting my my pick. (laughs) That is a very mixed up cast that I do not understand. I'm going to give it to Green Book. No objection here. Boom. Because Roma does... I don't I don't know what the fuck Roma is. I can't give it to that. And I've never heard of the favorite. Although I like the name McNamara. <laughs> Reminds me you of a John Jake Blaney McNamara? joke. Jake McNamara, yeah. <laughs> Someone shit on my dad's computer. <laughs> uh... So I do believe that is the end of us discussing our Oscars because the rest of them, we don't know enough about it to talk about, guys. Yeah, what do I know about Harry You don't know Mano? anything about Best Documentary Short? <laughs> no, like, original song is probably the closest thing I could come up with an argument for. Well, see, I was thinking visual effects, maybe. Makeup one. and hair. Well, yeah, I was thinking you technically could cover that one. <laughs> yeah, but you guys can't have an argument that's about true, that That's true. That's what one. I was thinking. Like, I got no visual effects. I never okay, visual effects. <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, Solo: A Star Wars Story. Wow, I don't like any of those picks. To be honest, with don't you. don't even think about it. Just whatever the whatever your heart says. Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man. My heart says Infinity Player War. One Solo. My heart says Infinity War just because I want in- I want two MCU movies to have Oscars. No, no, <laughs> bad Scott. Well, then I have to pick Solo. I'm okay with that too, though, because I'm like, okay, I'll give a Star Wars movie another Oscar, even though I think yeah, they've got I... a few for visual effects and sound design before, but I'm cool with that. Pu- Part of me wants to say Ready Player One, but that's basically a fucking no. animated movie. So I'm going to go with Christopher Robin. That's fair. I will. Because yeah, I, I, one, I, so like, I, I, I like the movies where it's a person with an animated character yeah. and just Ewan McGregor nails it, acting like he's holding a fucking, like a teddy bear's hand. Because the teddy bear looks real. It's not real. It's animated. Yeah. Or CGI'd in, which is fucking animated to me. <laughs> So it's, it's the same thing, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay, original song. Oh, we're gonna do that All the too, stars okay. from Black Panther. I think I know. I'll fight from 
RBG. What's RBG? Do you guys? I don't know. know. <laughs> is that a, see? So many random movies. <laughs> Shallow from A Star Is Born, and when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, the Ballad of Busker Scruggs has I got a want... fair amount of notice lately. <laughs> yeah. Like costume design, Ballad of Busker Scruggs. Okay, it's. I'm gonna say it's going to A Star Is Born. Like, yeah, that seems. It's, like it's for, going there. I don't. Which, like, and I think that's it would kind either of be between it's a yeah it's a movie about people singing. I would hope it would win a song award. <laughs> like the Mary Poppins song, "The Place Where Lost Things Go." That I liked that movie. It was memorable. it was a cute song. It's not. It it definitely didn't gain enough momentum. There's like it's, it's not, not like anything that the sugar. recency bias would affect. <laughs> or it's gonna be Black Panther. Like it's gonna be one of the two, and I'm leaning more towards Lady Gaga. Because she was the like she was the actress in the yeah. movie, and I feel like that's gonna lean heavily on it, as opposed to being a background song. It's a song that's actually like sung in the movie. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. That's uh, I think that one will probably be too. But yeah, I haven't heard any of these songs. So. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but I yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Best foreign language film. <laughs> Roma. I can't in Mexico. Speak any other languages? <laughs> yeah. I barely speak English. Yeah, that is that is one timbit of information right there, uh, my friend. Ah, timbit. Uh-huh. Callbacks. <laughs> that's that's a good callback. That's uh, one of our highest quality callbacks. <laughs> Speaking of high quality, I want to know what high quality H two view you guys did this week on www.tw. www.tw. You want to start, Scott? Get you. I can, Get you rolling early? Yeah, I can start early. Uh, so what did I watch this week? I watched Gotham by Gaslight. That's the Batman. And? Movie. I liked it. It was good. So good. I did not see the ending coming until uh, no. close to no. the end, to be honest. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. And it, it it's out that super way. obvious you know, in once you get that, yeah. <laughs> and It's like, yeah. well, you just don't want it to be well, that because way. It's, all because it's down to. Jim Gordon, right? You're like, yeah. he's the man. And but, honestly, every every incantation of Jim Gordon I see in the comics, the cartoons, like I just picture an animated version of Gary Oldman because he was just so <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, he did fit it. He does, it's true. And I think that's that was the first time that his like in a movie he like stuck out to me as like a character. You know what I mean? Because in the 90s yeah. Batman's ones, I think I know who it was. But it's also like, well, I'm not 100% sure because that guy popped in and out a couple times and he literally just said, oh, Batman. I don't know if I'm getting the mayor mixed up with the... Wait, wait, are you talking about like the animated one? No, no, the 90s movies. Uh, like the live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commissioner Gordon was the big tubby ditz. Okay, I thought so. Okay, and... you know, do you remember in uh, Batman and Robin, he's like standing up on top of of the uh, the building with the bat light with yeah. poison ivy. He's like... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, like, that's exactly that's what he does. What I mean, that's yeah. Commissioner Gordon, yeah. and that's why he never stuck out to me in those movies. Because at he all. was a useless tool. Yeah, exactly. He Whereas Gordon awesome was a character. fucking badass. Yeah, especially in the animated series, he was awesome. Yeah, and then we get him literally, as Gary Oldman. It's, yeah, literally every other thing I've seen Gordon in, ever. Yeah, <laughs> he's been a fucking badass, except for those fucking '90s movies, man. <laughs> He's yeah. just so goddamn useless. I'll, I'll, I will grant you that. I love those movies, but they did not do Gordon any any good. But anyways, yeah, no. I liked Gotham, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. It was a nice, 
it was a cool Elseworlds one. The animated, the yeah. DC animated, as we've said many times, are the best. They're just there's, you can't say anything bad about them. They're pretty much just a comic book brought to life. Yeah, I love the animated style of just that simplistic kind of updated version of what the animated, the Batman animated series kind of pioneered, like that animation style. And yeah, so I really just, I really dug it. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched Polar. We didn't talk about that last week, yes. right? Yes. No, we didn't. Okay, I couldn't remember. Let's, me and let's you talk about, about it. this. Me and you have t- talked about it a bit through texting, and I freaking love this. This has been dubbed uh, John Wick, Netflix John Wick. Yeah. Uh, even though this was based on a graphic novel that was written before John Wick was out, yeah. but... Okay, let's be real. This the, the concept behind Polar. It's been done it's been many, many times, times before. Like, like and a hit we were talking about it earlier, co- the people who were shitting on it. Yeah. Like it's a it's a great story where it's one versus a thousand. It's one guy who happens to have the skills and he has a fucking mission to go through. Yeah, and like he just it's wants to like retire. sure he's a he's he's a fucking assassin. He's a hitman. Okay, he's not a great dude. Yeah, and okay. I, this is not but, a realistic world either. It's like this no. is a world where uh, there's a, a business like a corporation of assassins and they have a retirement plan. So it's yeah, like yeah, I guess bullshit. Like if you want to like be like oh the story doesn't make sense. It's like well no, you have to accept that this is a world where corporation there's a yeah. there's a, an assassin corporation and they give their employees retirement plans. Like. Yeah, there's like they're they're a fucking registered 401k exactly for murderers it's ridiculous but that's the like that's the premise they set to you right off the bat and you just have to either ex- you have to accept that or you don't and i think a yeah. lot of people aren't accepting that and it's like well if you don't accept that you shouldn't watch any of the movie because yeah that's what yeah the if you don't accept of. that then you can't honestly watch any of the john wick movies and accept that yeah that's a true because john was exclusively just... set aside for for fucking criminals yeah. like john wick's just more subtle with the stuff that's what i think the difference yeah. really is this one's really in your face it embraced it yeah it's like crank in your face kind of like action yeah. and violence. The energy exactly yeah. yeah and i think that's maybe where people have a little bit of that like because a lot of what i saw is like oh it had too much sex and nudity and i'm like well that happens in certain movies you know what i mean it's like that's just have you ever watched like a, a medium budget Anything Bullshit, from the seventies? Fun action movie, yeah. Like, like any movie. Have you ever from watched the 70s? a James Bond movie? Yeah. That dude like... just pulls. He pulls, man, for no reason. Exactly. There's no reason for most of James Bond sex other than high libido. And in this movie, all the sex was just. It was to the point of the story for the most part. It was, oh yeah, they're gonna distract this yeah. person before killing Susie him. or whatever her name was was like, yeah, I'm gonna bang you, so you're not out there looking for stuff using your eyes because you are the best. You're the yeah. Black Kaiser. He's, she's just, it's purely sex as a distraction, and it's like, well, if you don't accept that, that's literally what it's being used for, and not that it's, you know, just sex for the point of just, yeah, you know, in a movie for just oh i want to film yeah. sex it's like well no he can do that he could go do porn like the director can go do porn like the, the <laughs> that's not wanted, what he's yeah. stopping you from doing right so it's like no it was part of the story it's like oh no these assassins know that this uh, retired assassin has these skills and the only way to surround him and get the jump on him is to distract him with sex <laughs> like <laughs> he literally <laughs> runs through the woods in the middle of a snowstorm but buck ass naked <laughs> Buck ass naked and then kills a dude. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Like, yeah, I. It was so much better than I thought. Like I saw it and I was like, oh, I like him. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know if I want to watch it. That's how and I felt you, too. <laughs> so I started watching it and I was like, fuck yes, I'm glad because I love those styles of movies. Yeah. And I'll get to that with my my WWWTW list. But that was an amazing movie. 
Anyone who rates it under like a 4.5 on Netflix, fuck you, man. The movie was good. I don't support a lot of the Netflix original movies because I feel like there's just no reason yeah. why they should have made it. It doesn't pertain to anybody. Like I like to think I'm fairly well-rounded in what I enjoy, but this is one where I'm like, no, it was a good movie. It was yeah. stupid, but it was so good. Well, see, that's where I'll like, be like, I can understand why people might not like it, but it's also like, well, you have to like that type of movie to like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have if to you like, like people dying, yeah, like, for it's no a reason. Good movie. If you like, like, pretty much if you liked Crank, you'll like this movie. And I'm like, I guess if that doesn't like justify it as a good movie, but more as an enjoyable one, I still think it's good. But that I guess comes down to subjective things about what I enjoyed about it. But I think people who did like say that it didn't have a cohesive story. That's where I'm like, no. It, no, it did. It did. Right it, from start to finish. It was about. It a, starts with some stuff. Yeah. It ends with some stuff. There's a bunch of extra stuff, and then boom. A little bit of a. And it sets little, up a potential sequel. But at the same okay. time, if there's no sequel, it's like you can conclude the story in your mind. Like, oh yeah, they go hunt down this person, and yeah, they go on their way to retiring after that. But it's like, or they can do a sequel, and we can see it, which I hope they do, because I enjoyed it. Like, this is one of those things where there's no argument you could give me where I can't find a way to justify it. Like, oh, when he cuts off Bluth's head at the end and it flies out the window. Yeah, it's overly animate because it was based off of a fucking graphic novel. Yeah, a panel Shit from like a graphic like that happens novel. in graphic novels. Yeah. <laughs> like, this whole, mo- this whole movie was a Tim Burton's wet dream. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, like, I've seen, like, panels from the comic too and the comic is an extremely like stylized comic too like it's not your or graphic novel because it's not your normal one it's literally has it only uses three or four colors black white okay. red and i think yeah. maybe sometimes oranges and that's it and it's all kind of like, kind of like the uh the like the cover art for it where it's like black blue yes like pink and purple exactly like and i very, guess the, yeah. i'm assuming that's where they take it from it's from the graphic yeah. novel i haven't read it yet i've just seen some panels online for it um, when I was like looking to buy it, actually, uh, but yeah, no, I think that's like just people are just missing that some of the elements of the movie are, f- you know, trying to play homage to the comic or to the graphic novel. And graphic novels, and comics are the same thing. Graphic novels are just long comic books. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Polar's great. Anyways, uh, what else did I watch? <laughs> I just uh, I've been watching Z Nation uh, season five. It got added to Netflix last week, like Friday or something like that. It's got 13 episodes. I've just been making my way through it. I got like one or two more. Z Nation is my favorite, favorite zombie show ever. Only one I watch. Only one I like. It's great. Why? Because it's it's ridiculous almost on the same level that, you know, uh, Polar is, in, but with like zombies. But it also has like a great kind of story that they're always trying to like solve these different mysteries th- or like accomplish these missions through each season. And that's what keeps me in. Slash, I just love the cast. Like the cast, just this, you know, ridiculous group of just random people. What's his name's in it? Oh, uh, what's uh, the new guy? <laughs> what's his name? It's something Q or, oh, uh, never mind. That's not important. Point is, is I really like Z Nation. I think this might be the last season, sadly. But I hope not. But yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then after that, I just watched my normal stuff: The Flash, Agents of Shield, etc. What did you guys watch? Do you want to take this one, Craig? I can go ahead. So, kind of a light week. Kind of not. I finished the Fire documentary. Right. Um, the and how was that? Did it end the way we assume? Obviously, <laughs> the back half is uh, the back half is nowhere near as interesting as the front half. Yeah, so no. you wouldn't even say it was worth, like, nine nine stars? It was worth, like, three or four? 
Hmm. I don't know, actually. I enjoyed it. I'm not watching it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, who, who rewatches documentaries? <laughs> I watched... Um, there's this documentary called The Barkley Marathons, The Race That Eats Its Young. And I watched that documentary once through, and I immediately started it again. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, it, that, is, that is such a good documentary. All right. Well, highly recommend it. If you want to watch people feel like they're going to die for an entire hour and a bit, because oh, they're running you really, really did just get my, what was it called again? <laughs> it's called The Barkley Marathons, The Race That Eats Its Young. It's about an endurance ride. This isn't even what I watched this week, but we're going to talk about it. It's about an endurance race in, uh, in the, uh, wilderness in Tennessee that these guys put oh, on. Oh, is that the thousand mile one? Um, it's, it is something like that. The, the concept is that you do four circuits of their track, which no one knows until the year that it, yeah. it's run. You can't enter through a normal way. You have to kind of get invited. Yeah. If you can find the entry, then you're, you know, you're there and thousands yeah. of people enter, but only so many get yeah allowed to come. And, uh, you run it once and it, so so they give you the map you have to take the map yourself okay and then they uh, like you have to make your own version of it because there's only one map oh so that you know where you're going because you have to go to certain checkpoints along the way to make yes. sure that you've done the whole race and then they give you they give like a, a warning that says we're gonna st we can start anytime within this 12 hour gap and then they give a one hour warning right before the race starts it can be at any time in oh. that 12 hour gap middle of the night first <laughs> yeah. thing in the morning yeah everybody starts you run the race when you get back your time your time stops and you can start again at any time but then so you so everybody runs it one direction then yeah. everybody runs it backwards okay and then i think i think it's three times i or it's three or five times i can't remember but the last one you get to choose which direction you run it in and the first person to finish it is the winner. And there have been years without finishers. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. It's a good documentary. What was this called? It's called The Barkley Marathons, The Race That Eats Its Young. I think it's on Amazon. Is that where you watched it? It was on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It comes up when you Google it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good documentary. There isn't any kind of narration. No sit down and like interview, really, except for right at the beginning. The rest of it's just all raw footage, pretty much. Hmm. I'm always down to check out those different ones because I just love seeing humans suffer. It's fascinating. <laughs> kind of makes you want to like think, "Can I do this?" And you like, yeah, you know, people, <laughs> people who do this, like who run marathons on a regular basis, can't finish this stupid race. Oh yeah, no, no, I've I've heard about these like endurance, like these crazy ultra endurance things, and I'm just like, oh. Whew. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't do anything for that amount of time. Literally nothing can I do for the amount of time you have to run one of those races for. <laughs> yep, it's hours. It's like a couple days. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I'd go insane. Like, I would actually go insane just do just running. I, I can't run around the block without being like, I'm bored. <laughs> well, the nice thing is that it's more like a hike. That's fair. It's not... Yeah, it's not like it's, a it's not a yeah. it's not a run on a track or through a city. It's that's true. It's in yeah. the middle of nowhere. No established trails. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. You're just going through the, just hiking through the brush. <laughs> exactly. Up hills, down hills, craziness. Um. So I watched that. I didn't watch that. No, I you didn't watch the fire that. documentary. <laughs> watch the fire. That's documentary. what I watched. <laughs> uh, I will be watching that. Um, 
I am continuing my way through Friends from College. Uh, How far in are you? I finished episode four today. Of, of season, season one? one? Yeah, it's it's a long... Baby, and, it's a baby long, step in it. It's a long and tedious slog. Are they our episodes? Or 45? No, they're 20 minutes. <laughs> wow. They feel longer <laughs> than that. <laughs> you, you guys are like, really... I it's not really Kendall and I, big for Kendall this. and I finished season two on a date night. I think... Uh, I don't... I, I just don't think I'm enjoying it as much as you did. <laughs> really? Oh, man. That's, that's disappointing. I'm going to finish it. Season two is so much better. Just start from season two. But I don't want to because I don't want to skip what happens in season one. Because there's some storylines that really interest me, but there's a lot of... St- it's like I, It feels like it's supposed to be a comedy, but I don't find it funny. It's a lot more upbeat in the second season. Okay, that's helpful because in the it's, first really, one, it's a really depressing comedy. In the, so in the first one, they trudge along a lot. Yeah. Especially with... Oh, I forget his name. The, uh, the, rich, the rich guy. The... Tall white white guy of the group. I forget his name. I could picture him. Well, he's, he's hardly up ever teeth. there. Yeah. Yeah. He, like they trudge along with him, building him into into a character. Marianne is fucking amazing. <laughs> so funny. Sam is excellent. And I and like I said last week, I love uh, what's his name. Ugh, it's gonna bug the shit out of me. No, can't remember his name. That's fine. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Not Keegan, Michael Key, the other guy. No, the other guy, <laughs> exactly. You've pretty much named everybody, you know. Everybody, yeah. I'm going to finish the series. It's just going to take me a long time to do it. That's, That's all. fair. That's all. Um, finish I, it by my birthday, my friend. Uh, I think I might be able to do that. I started this show. It's a CBC show um, called Working Moms. I tried. Sam was talking to me about yep, that. She said she, she loves it. Yes, because she would relate to it. Because um, she's a working mom? Yeah, exactly. Some of us, less so. Yeah. <laughs> so while I found it entertaining, it did not it, quite. It did not speak not, to you. It did not quite well. capture the magic. It's the way it's in my it. queue because I love Canadian television. Exactly, and it's like you Kim's know, Kim's Convenience, fantastic. Recently, that, uh, CBC's been hitting it pretty well. So Bad Blood was amazing. Have you guys tried? Is it? Oh no, I'm thinking CBS. My mistake. Never mind. I forget what I was about to say. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay then well so, the cbs has a its own uh, app now that's what i was gonna say but yeah that's a different one um yeah so i started watching working moms i'll probably put it on if i'm bored if you're bored if i'm bored yeah if if, okay. if, if i don't well, feel if you, like watching something please. so heavy as friends from college but uh, okay um <clears throat> what else did i watch um have you guys heard of a little program called this is us I have. Yes. Every, who hasn't, really? Yeah. So, can, I, can I guess who got you into that one? Well, I mean, it's fairly obvious. It's safe to assume that uh, everything from here on out on my list was... Uh, Female persuaded. Girlfriend was, 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 was Sam approved, really. Um, Sam approved or Sam forced? Uh, no. No comment. I would never say no that comment. I, was, I would never no say comment. I was forced into watching anything. Well, hostages never tend to say it's stuff like that. <laughs> they call it Stockholm syndrome, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Careful, she listens to this. She does. <laughs> oh, uh, she's that one person. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yep. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, every, Sam. Every week. Um, the Sam time every week. Mm-hmm. That that was good. So Thanks, guys. We started watching This Is Us, and uh, I didn't think I was going to like it. I Mandy Moore makes everything really amazing. I like that show. 
Mandy Moore makes everything amazing. It sounds always. so depressing, though. Like, I know, but it, it it kind of like it is a tiny bit, but it's really I don't know. I I can't describe what I it can't is stand about the that dad. show. I can't stand the dad. You can't really Who's the dad. Yeah, like Mandy Moore's husband. I can't fucking oh, well, stand. Can help you? Is he like a, I somebody's particular or like I don't know the show. I, mean, I, I don't know. A, I don't know the uh, actor's name. Just I just can't character. stand the character. It, like. I don't know. I can't. He seems to be smacked in the jaw. Like I just, I don't like him. I cannot describe what I like about the show, but I like That's it. That's fair. I've continue. got a couple. It's of those Mandy types Moore. Of shows okay. When you can't, it. it's Mandy Moore, or it's, it's not the Green Arrow kid. It's the other kid. Wait, does it the, the heroes guy? The guy who's in that Hotel Artemis. That's not helping me at all. Uh, he played. Okay, you know the episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine where Jake and Holt are trying to crack the dentist, like the guy who just he has his whole alibi set up perfectly. And they donate the whole episode to trying to break him. And then at the end, Jake finally gets him to crack because he tells him it was all lucky. He's like, I planned it out, son. No, I don't remember. But and, then, and then Holt hits him with the, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. That was three oh dams. I, I you don't, don't remember that? I don't remember that. Clearly, I've seen that episode too many times. <laughs> I suppose he also he also, he also played <laughs> Prince Njobu. Oh, you're talking from about, Black Panther. You're talking about Russell. That's the guy. I don't know names. I've only seen a Randall. couple episodes. Randall Sterling K. Brown. That's the guy. Love him as an actor. Oh yeah, no, he's and great. I, I probably love him as a person like, too. You know, I'll be honest. I've seen him. <laughs> he seems like a super stuff. cool guy. Now that I know who you're talking about, I can see him in way more things. See, it's funny. Yeah, he was the dentist. <laughs> yeah, in Brooklyn Nine Nine in that episode. <laughs> yeah, and now that I know which which guy you're talking about, I'm like, yeah, that's the guy. He's him. He's, he's the guy. He was There's so many Joel. dudes in here that I'm just like, I don't know who you're talking about. It's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I watched three episodes of This Is Us. Good. That's oh, shit. No, I've heard really good too. things about it. It's just one of those it, shows that I'm like, why I do you kind guys of watch stuff that makes you cry? I've never. I kind of wrote it off because it was so popular. That's partly why I wrote it off too. And so <laughs> I'm just that like guy. That. <laughs> I never gave it a shot, and then, uh, and then you know. Well, in my defense, the reason I never gave it a shot was like I said, I don't. I, all I heard mainly about it was that it's great, but it'll make you like cry and kind of yeah, like. Yeah, but that's for like other people. It's. Which I understand, yeah. but I'm just like, okay. I don't need to it's, watch those things because I just it, never connect with them. It it's like, a Grey's Anatomy, it, is what it is. It's a Grey's Anatomy. It's, it's mass produced. There's a lot of seasons, there's a lot of episodes. Every person of a certain vagina watches it <laughs> and they love it you know and there's there's nothing amazing about it there's nothing perfect about it it just sucks you in and then you sit there and you watch it and you're like i don't get this this is stupid and then all of a sudden you're five or six episodes in and you're like okay what's mcdreamy doing <laughs> that's it that's it that's exactly how it is it bring it brings out your your inner mangina, See, and, you and there's do, nothing you need wrong to pick with that. on like Grey's Anatomy of all of them. So that's of all like the shows that I like rail against. That's the one I've watched, and again, it was the same reason Craig started This Is Us because it was female influenced. It was that's put what on. I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, I watched enjoyed it. Seven to eight seasons of Grey's. So 
But you guys know what I'm saying. I though. do know yes. what you're it's, saying. It's, it's watched by I, a certain. You know what I'm saying. This is us, and, though. I would argue is is well written. No, like I said, I've heard fair. so many good things. In comparison just, to Grey's Anatomy, which I'm not a fan of, and I'm not. Which is just bland and yes. gray. Ashamed of. <gasps> That's oh, why they call it is that. Is that where they got the name from? <laughs> not the book, or <laughs> nope. Tying it in as a crappy pun to the doctor's name. Nope. And yeah. Anyway. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's I'm, the fact that it's gray and see, I think you're describing things that some people just love about the show. They're that's, like, but it's so clever. It's like, well, no, it's uh, not that clever. I'm, I'm no, s- it's not. Did you ever stop. watch ER? Nope. I'm going to stop talking about it. Uh, <laughs> what else, Sam, and I watched this week? Because that's pretty much what my list has become now. And I'm okay with that. Um, said under we watch. <laughs> we watch. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> that is that is uh, one hundred percent. When you spend a ton of time with somebody, that just ends up happening. Um, we yeah, watched Stockholm Syndrome. The entirety of the yeah. Ted Bundy documentary. Oh yeah, I watched a couple episodes, and I was like, "This the whole it, thing." Yeah. yeah it, it, well, it the, was, I'm watching it, but I'm not in love with it. The weirdest know? thing I've heard, like the only thing I've heard about this so far, is that people are attracted to Ted Bundy. Yes. And Netflix <laughs> had to release like a a tweet being like, "Hey, don't find psycho killers attractive. <laughs> there are plenty of yeah. not psycho killers to obsess about." Well, that, <laughs> See, that's the same thing as that murderer a couple years ago who everyone deemed super hot, you know, because he had like perfect complexion, the he had the like chiseled jawline. He ended up becoming a model when he got out of jail because everyone loved him. I don't the think he was a murderer. With, uh, <laughs> with Ted Bundy is that the reason he was so good at being yeah. a serial Getting killer away was with because he was of, normal? Because of, yeah. what he, yeah. of what he looked like. Yeah. That's true. I like agree. That's, and, he, and he had charisma and charm. Exactly. That's, that's why. So, yeah, don't mention that you are attracted to Ted Bundy. Because that kind All of right. just like <laughs> ease off, Manson. Like, you should reevaluate your own like personal yeah. security if you're like attracted to to yeah, psycho really. killers. Because it's like, well, you might have ended up as victim if you're one of those people who found him attractive. Because that's what he used. Either that, or you're all about the physical, and you need to evaluate yourself. So like, it was a good documentary, and I was watching it until um, like the last episode is his is his trial in Florida. After he's completely, like, he's such a narcissist that he's completely messed it up and he's in prison because of a traffic stop. Like, that's how he got caught because it's the <laughs> 70s and the 80s. And yeah, that's how it goes. So, they always fuck up like, somewhere. You could have, yeah, it's, it's like the John Mulaney. It's so like that guy about, in Toronto who. Yeah, well, he went for a while without it, but. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like the John Mulaney joke with the with the uh, the Suggins gang you could just yeah. basically you could uh you, c- yeah. you could do anything as long as you weren't there there's a pool of the killer's blood in the hallway <laughs> gross gross mop it up <laughs> exactly so so yeah so then he's in uh he's on trial and he's defending himself because he's a narcissist and uh I hope this isn't a spoiler alert for anybody because it happened. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's history. <laughs> it's, it's, so if you haven't seen the documentary, I'm spoiler, about to ruin World it. War II, I'm Hitler died. about to ruin it for you. <laughs> um, and the spoiler is not that he was killed by electric chair. No. Um, so he's he's uh, cross-examining his girlfriend, and he proposes to her while she's on the stand, and she says yes. And that was when the documentary went from good to great. 
Because <laughs> I spent five minutes in shock. Because like, what? I this is not the right venue to do this. Didn't Although, know. also kind of smart venue to do that. I Yeah, well, the judge is right there. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that, and so it kind of surprised me. Yeah, that's I, that's. It also one. showed how little I actually knew about of uh, Ted Bundy. Yo, I know nothing. The Ted Bundy thing. Yeah, so watch the documentary. <laughs> well, it was before our it. time, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know the name. I do. Yeah. That's true. But right? that's it. Isn't there? So, isn't the Zac Efron also, movie that's coming out yes. also Ted Bundy? Yeah. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> you think they? By the way, it that, that way? trailer is terrible. I don't know yeah. if either one yeah. of you have seen it, but that I is did. it. Yeah, it looks like a good movie. And he's well cast, but that trailer is garbage. Yeah, the way I keep seeing all over Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram, people like losing their minds. It looks like like I made. How how can you be making movies about this? And (laughs) (laughs) it, yeah, it it looks. It looks like I made it in high school with Windows Movie Maker. Like it, (laughs) there's there's something slightly off about it. Yeah. Anyways, people are losing their mind. Like, no, how can you make a movie about this and you know, how can you and glamorize not? this, but not draw attention to you know all the people he killed and and yada yada yada. I'm like, you can't make a movie about anything in re- that ever happened in real life not without anymore. glamorizing something. Yep. Like Patriots, Patriots Day, like the movie about the Boston Marathon bombing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but that's it's a really still, good movie. It's, it's fantastic. It's on my WWWTW list. Oh. That's why I'm mentioning it. <laughs> I could watch that any yeah. day of the week. Like, they kind of glamorize the pipe bomb guys. Like, it draws attention to it. If you draw attention to something, you're glamorizing it. You know? If, you know, some, some guy walking down the street with his fly undone, you know, you do a whole movie about that, you're still glamorizing the fact that his fly is done. You, you're drawing attention to it. And I feel like people just need to get their head out of their ass. So I watched, watch movies. Watched one more thing on my list. You guys tell me if you've ever seen this film. Um, it stars Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas. And it was released in the 90s. 90s. That sounds like... What it <laughs> feels like an 80s movie. <laughs> it looks like it was... It looks like they took the uh, all the B-roll from Indiana Jones and then put... Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas fighting lions into it. It's a film called The Ghost in the Darkness, and it was great, but <laughs> I have not also heard of felt very this. dated. It's it's based on a true story about a guy building a bridge, a train bridge in Africa. Okay. And there, these two lions, that or I guess it was technically three lions, and these lions, well, mostly lions will kill for food, but these yeah. ones killed for fun. Okay. And so they were like coming into the into the camp and killing people just yeah, taking them out killing them off, and then yeah. leaving them yeah so that's what it's about you know what i'm reading it i've heard of it i've never seen it i think yeah. i have it on my i think i've heard about like the actual list. story like does yeah. that make sense yeah. <laughs> like i think i've heard a podcast about yeah what the sto- like the story it's based off of that makes sense it is a crazy story and it is a good movie um but it feels dated so that's about the only thing that it has going against it because other than that it is good i'm not as well that's hard to say some movies i'm like i can't handle the dated feel of it but it's a very fine balance i think like yeah where it's like it either fits or it's like mm, you guys did a little t- too many pop culture references to the 70s and i'm like yeah no well sorry i wasn't around for I don't know. I can't even see. That's like how little like I know about the seventies. I can't come up with even like some random reference that they would make. The energy crisis. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's all I got. Cuban missile something. 
I think that was earlier, but I don't know. See, this is how little I know. <laughs> but I know some geography. <laughs> 1962 for the Cuban there Missile Crisis. Yeah, there we go. Super so you were close. <laughs> Ish. Decades close, yeah, or yeah. decade close. <laughs> you were within a lifetime. How does that sound? Yeah. Depends on whose lifetime. Yeah, that's that's true. People died yeah. before <laughs> before the two of them happened at the same time. Anyway, that's not important. Anyways. That is what I watched this week. Andrew, what did you watch this week? Well, I have a moderately long list for what I usually have, so buckle in. I watched Polar, as we had discussed. Yes. And that kind of threw me onto a I need to watch one guy taking down a whole syndicate nice. movies. So I watched that. I watched The Equalizer. Obviously which is on Netflix. And Scott, I noticed it wasn't on your list. Yep, this is awkward. I definitely forgot about watching it on Monday. You so fucking shithead. You promised me. <laughs> I did, and I, I went back on my word, and I apologize. Good day I'm to sorry. you, sir. This is awkward. I'm still part of the podcast. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway, so I watched The Equalizer, amazing movie. And then I translated that into watching, I, t- I talked about it a couple weeks ago, Harry Brown. The Michael Caine movie. Oh, where yes. He's a, he's a retired Marine. Forever. I think he's a Marine. Yeah. And, yeah, and he's either in England, they're in a super slummy part of England. The guy who plays Filch in Harry Potter, his best friend, dies. He gets his ass whooped by a bunch of fucking crackhead thugs, shitheads with grills. They beat him to death and stab him with a bayonet. Oh, shit. Granted, it was his bayonet. It was for self-defense, but he that did. didn't work. So Harry Brown was like, okay, my buddy's dead. I'm, I'm going to get my drink on after his funeral. I'm bummed. Gets totally sauced. Pays for his drink. Drops the cash all over the bar, picks it up. One of these shithead thugs sees him, okay? Follows him out of the bar and tries to jump him under a bridge beside a canal. And, like, pulls a knife at him. And, and Harry Brown's like, what's going on? And he goes, gets stabbed. And Harry Brown's like, shh, shh. And stabs yeah. him in the chest. Old ass Michael Caine just stabs this guy in the I chest. I feel like I've seen this movie. And right, we watched it at Ray's. One I was time gonna after, say this feels like a movie that exam. I watched in Ray's living room. <laughs> yeah, after after an exam in high school, dies. And then right from there, you're like, oh shit, he's into it. The skills are coming back. Yep. So this guy's dead, and then drunk. he literally goes and he takes like he goes to buy a gun, ends up killing two like crazy crackhead rapists who are raping this chick they've got all like shot up with drugs and just like you know ODing on a couch handcuffed there he kills these two guys takes their guns and drops this this chick off at the hospital and then proceeds to just wipe out these drug dealing gangbangers to like clean out the city and I I love the one against a thousand yeah, story. Yeah, I'm always a fan of those. Where ones. it's like a guy who just happens to have skills and be fucking better than everybody. Yep. Especially because every one of these movies always has one guy who's just totally like overconfident and has no right to be. Yeah. <laughs> who dies. And that is the, like the main antagonist in this movie is just some fucking dickhead who he thinks he's cool, he's not, and he dies. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Right on, brother. Right on. Especially because it's the old guy too. Like you, just, you don't expect an old guy. Oh, that's always my favorite. Retired like, guy, 
just coming back and having to do shit he did for 50 years already and just showing some young punks what experience like, is. And I'm like, yeah, whip some experience yeah. in those fucking punks. Well, ah. well, yeah. <laughs> Love Even the more. movie Gran Torino, <laughs> like spoilers for Gran Torino, yeah. the uh, I still haven't watched oh, that fuck, yet. What's his name? Oh, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. I take it back. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> it's a great movie. Watch it, I and then I'll I tell you what I was gonna is. say now. Doesn't he like curb stomp somebody? Nope. I think you're thinking like American History X. He does oh, not curb yes. stomp anybody. That's the end of that one, right? Yes. Okay. Well, it's that's I like the beginning it. of American History X. Oh, well, I've never seen that one. This, <laughs> again, this is something I thought I heard on a podcast. And yeah. Skin things mixed up. You know, they yeah. both aren't they uh, both very racially charged movies? <laughs> very, very. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's where I get the mixed up. In American mind. History X is very. Is well, I know very, that one's like, extremely Aryan race. Yeah. One. You know the the skinheads of the Deep South. Yeah. And then the. The uh, Gran Torino one is just him versus, like, I want to say Koreans, but that doesn't sound right. He's he's very anti-some type of Oriental. <laughs> but he ends up befriending, like, a, a young kid who works for him and loves his family. So it's pretty cool. Comes around. My man. Okay. Well, I watched Patriot's Day, as I as I had already referenced when yes. Craig was talking about his stuff. Such a good movie. Great movie. So much better. Every time theaters, I watch it. I wish I could go back and do that again. Well, Sam, you know what to do for his birthday. Rent out a movie theater. Yep. <laughs> you used to work there. Pull out those hookups. Anyway, so I watched that movie. Great movie. I watched the recent episode of The Flash. And let me tell you, I hate Iris West <laughs> so much. I know. So we've, we've much. We've gone over this a few times. And the best part is my girlfriend hates Iris West so much. Yeah, no, I get so that. So every episode is literally us just going, shut the fuck up, Iris. I, Jesus. Sometimes we'll, I sometimes have to agree. Like, I don't hate her, but I definitely Her sometimes... outfits are amazing. And I'm sure she's a nice person as an actress. I fucking hate the character. She's a little so too much. whiny, a little too insecure sometimes for my liking. She's so useless. <laughs> yeah. So useless. I don't understand how she's the leader. Something like this still to this day and, baffles yeah. me. It's like, wait. There's one, you there's one part that Kendall loves to reference. <laughs> Kendall loves to reference this part. Because it's literally like they're in an art room arguing. And she's like, we just need to come up with a plan. And, like, they're arguing about the plan. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Irish, shut the fuck up. Like, you're ruining everything. <laughs> and I hate that Excess is just like her. Yeah. And yet they butt heads and that's, just, like, Excess. and moms like, and daughters for you. I do like, like that relationship so... between them, too. I feel Ugh, it's very I realistic. <laughs> I hate it because I'm like, you're just so fucking dumb. You're so dumb. Well. Okay. To me, it's just... It, You've been told a thousand so times much. to stop relying on your speed. I don't care if you have super speed ADD. Stop being so dumb. Yeah, so no, dumb. she is pretty dumb. But but yeah, I I, I kind of want Kendall and I talked about this and we want it to happen so bad. I want Ralph and I want Caitlin to bang. <laughs> yeah, well, I think even if it, to or that. I want even better. And I mentioned this, and she was on board. I want. Ralph and Killer Frost to be like a couple. Yeah. <laughs> and have like and have like them be a couple, but then have Caitlin and Ralph be like BFFs. Yeah. No, I like that like, too. Then they're like, no, like that a... would be a third like a triangle I'd be so down for. But it's like it's only platonic between <laughs> Caitlin yeah, and Ralph. Yeah. But yeah. it's 
Yeah. It's romantic yeah. with uh, Killer yeah. Frost. No, I like Ralph, that too. Ralph, he's grown on me. I like that he's not a regular I'm anymore. I'm so happy that he finally grew on you because I know how much you hated him last I season. I hated him first season. He's you hated fucking him annoying. so much. And I'm like, but he's just supposed to be comic relief. I like, I like I just, it. They're taking some of the I pressure hate the off comic Cisco. Relief. <laughs> I, I don't like any of his sidekicks. That's fair. Like, I didn't like their version of Wally. He wasn't my Wally. He annoyed the shit out of me. I don't like excess. I can't fucking stand her. Ralph, when he was like the number two sidekick, I was like, God, no, no. Now that he went to like, tertiary, that's like yeah. Now right? that he just now that he just pops up occasionally, I'm like, yes, you're there just the right amount, and you're really only there for emotional support. Well, and he takes the lead sometimes. Sometimes, but he's mainly there just to try to get his bang on with Caitlin Frost in my mind. That's fair for you. That's I can understand that. That's yes, how you see his motivation. Because Caitlin deserves somebody. She's had a lot of awkward relationships. She's had a lot of bad guys. She's had a lot of dudes who died. That's she needs someone. Like, it's not really she awkward. They just died on her a lot of the time, or were evil. She had two evils: one awkward, evil that turned awkward. And then one dude who died. Well, two died, technically. but She got some bad luck. <laughs> she got bad luck. That's what I'm saying. I have Killer Frost hook up with Ralph. I'll be so happy. And I love what Daniel Pennemaker. that Pennemaker. happens, but then he gets killed off at the end of the season? Oh, man. That would be like... That would be like... I'd have like a sad boner. You know? I'd be like, oh, man. I, I liked them together so much, but also Ralph kind of sucked sometimes. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. to to get off of that and into stuff that Craig can care about, <laughs> Kendall and I watched Psych. I got her into Psych. Oh, yes, nice. And it's nice nice to have a girlfriend who's into Psych. Even I. Oh, Craig, you're gonna love this. I showed her the I showed her the pilot. Yeah. You showed her the, her the worst pilot. Episode. I showed her the pilot. You know how I know she's the one? Because she watched the pilot. <laughs> you didn't even skip the pilot and go back to the pilot. She, you nope, went straight nope. into the pilot. I showed her the pilot. She laughed. What? She said, she looked me in the eyes and told me, this is funny. Oh, that's And great. I was like, this is the it worst episode. just gets episode. better. You put your sunglasses like, on. A, yeah. <laughs> Can you, shouldn't you take your sunglasses? You put some sunglasses on. <laughs> what are you guys collecting money for the policeman's balls? We don't have balls. I honestly don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, so funny. God, I gotta restart that show. I love that yeah. show yeah. so yeah. much. I told her, like... It was the worst. She laughed, and then we watched like, well, I watched three more episodes. She watched one and a half. She fell asleep on the couch. I have a funny picture of her. She doesn't know about it. Moral of the story is she likes psych, and I'm fucking psyched about it. Well, that's good. Yep. Two, three other things I watched. I watched Family Guy. Obviously, not gonna talk about that one. Fantastic. I watched Extract on uh, Amazon Prime. What is that? It's a. Uh, it's a it's a Bateman movie. Okay. I think Craig would really like it. It's got him. It's got Ben Affleck in it as a long-haired, super hippie bartender. I actually super strange. I like that idea. Yeah, and he nails it. And I'll be honest, Ben Affleck. Every time I see him in something, I'm like, "Fuck, I hate him," but I love him so much. <laughs> I feel like he's the kind of guy who I would just give dirty looks to if I saw him anywhere. I'd be like, ah, this fucking guy. <laughs> But then everything I watch him in, I'm like, oh, he's such a good actor. <sighs> anyway, so he plays that, and he's on a major role in it. And then you got, oh man, I can't remember her name. It was it was the girl, 
Kristen Wiig, that's who it was. I was going to describe her <laughs> as the super weird designer in Zoolander And 2. I would have helped you out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kristen Wiig plays Bateman's wife, and she ends up cheating on him with a gigolo that gets hired by Jason Bateman. Was he in Gigolo House? No. No? No, he might have been. Oh, I don't, he might have been. I, um... <laughs> ask ask, ask uh, Gina. She might know. But uh, anyways, this movie was, it was so weird, but it was so funny in like a very strange way. I think you guys would like it. Very, very like mid-2000s funny. I was going to say, I think it's from the mid-2000s, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's yeah. like 2009 or something like that. I think like that. I can... Like in my head, picture the cover of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it says extract, and it kind of looks like the like a combination between the Harold and Kumar go to White Castle yeah. wording from the creator the letter- of Office lettering. Space. Fuck, I'm in. Yes, that's the other reason yeah. I heard of it. I think, and it's it's a weird but awesome movie, and I think you guys should should watch it. I'm looking at the list of people that are in it: Jason Bateman, Mila Kunis, Chris Mila Rick, Kunis, Ben Affleck, J.K. Simmons, T.J. Miller. Yeah, T.J. Miller plays a super weird, like, scream rock guy who works in the factory. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's a super weird... Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, J.K. Simmons plays, like, the number two of the company that, <laughs> that Jason Bateman runs. It's awesome. And he, he doesn't know any of the employees' names. He just calls them, like, stupid fucking bullshit nicknames. But he calls them all the same names, so Jason Bateman doesn't know who he's talking about. I loved Office Space. So... Yeah, I, I think you're really going to like this, Craig. The last movie I watched was another DC animated called Reign of the Superman. The newest one. It, the newest one. It came out Tuesday. Amazon Prime got me that shit Monday. They hooked oh, a brother up. <laughs> Loved it. I went into it. I started it. I liked it. I paused it. Went to Kendall's house. Had dinner. Storm started, so I came home. And I finished it, and I was like, fuck Yes. I'm glad I took some an interval, though. I was starting to lose interest when I left. So when I came back and restarted like five minutes prior, like I was just fully into it again. You get to see Bat- Batman. Nope. You get to see Superman in the black suit. Oh, snap. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited to check that one out. I already know what happens in it because, well, yeah. it's based off comic books that have been out for 20 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, I, I really liked the... It wasn't called Death of the Superman. I forget what it was called. It was another animated Superman movie where it's, he faces Doomsday. Oh, it's Day. Apocalypse, I believe. Apo- is it Apocalypse? Or am I thinking Public Enemy? There's, no. there's like three ones where he... No, because Apo- Apocalypse is where they go to Apocalypse. Okay. He takes Batman there, and they go like Big Barda. Yeah, And right, I think yeah. Wonder Woman goes. Is it Public but they go, they, Yeah, they go there, and they got to they gotta take down... Um, uh, Supergirl. Yeah, right. Because yeah. she, she's working with uh, with Doomsday. or four as or a junior, as a general, or as uh, Dark Side. Yeah, Dark Side. And then Public Enemies is where Luther take. You know, he's the president, and he creates his own like super squad. And then right. one of one of the members is killing everybody, and it ends up being, I forget his name, the Earth guy, like he. Fucking pull uh, whatever. Anyways. Yeah, no, no. I, I but but he has one. one yeah. He has one where he dies and he comes back to life. Yeah, that sort of thing. Was, yeah. And I like that one better because it was one movie, and it wasn't two separate ones. But I like the extra stuff. I like all the, like the reign of the actual Superman characters. Yeah. And introducing them, you get to see Cyborg Superman, 
And they do a good job of, like, making him seem like he's a hero, but there's also something shady about him because he looks like a fucking robot. Yep. <laughs> good. Like, DC animated movies are so good for something just, just to burn. You know, watch an 82-minute movie. That's what I love just, about them, too, is they're good. just a nice short one I can put on. It's yeah. like, oh, cool. It's, I don't have to commit yeah. to two hours. Like, yeah. short and sweet. They get to the point. Yeah. Like... Honestly, I might watch the Lego Batman movie tonight just because it's so good. That gets added to Netflix this month, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I'm more excited for is Lego Movie 2. The second part. That's the only thing. The second part, sorry. Lego Movie 2, the second part. Yeah. (laughs) That's the full name of the movie. I love that. (laughs) Use it. I love that they're all taking advantage of this finally. Like, I'm so so tired of these twos. I'm like, yes, there's so many ways you could say it. Switch it up. Like, we got Volume 2 back with, you know... Guardians of the Galaxy, just keep it, just keep it coming. I don't want these, except for Parabellum. That one was like, wait, don't make up words. <laughs> Which one was Parabellum That's again? That's the new John Wick. <laughs> That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> I tried to Google Parabellum, and Google didn't have it, so I'm just like, what? Is that not a real word? Isn't that like part of your ear or something? <laughs> Oh, it's Latin for prepare for war. Well, then why didn't this show up last time? I must have spelt it wrong the first time. Huh. <laughs> so I oh, guess that does make sense as a the chapter three John Wick. semi-automatic pistol or machine gun. Ooh, what? it's got multiple <laughs> uses. Is what it literally means. Well, now we're getting a few uh, different things. I don't know how neither of these came up last time I Googled it. Like, cause I googled it when the freaking trailer came out. Cause I'm it's like, what is Parabellum? It's it's a proprietary <laughs> name for a type of automatic firearm. Yeah, I see that as the second definition. The nine 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 by nineteen millimeter Parabellum to prepare for war as well in Latin. Yeah. So it well, kind of works uh, for both. Yeah. Well, now I just got distracted by reading the Wikipedia page for Parabellum, which I think brings us to the end, doesn't it? (laughs) I think that brings us to the end. Scott's reading. It's the end of days. Let's let's end this podcast, guys. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Episode 70. Bet. (laughs) 69. We made it almost the entire way through. (laughs) It's a good way to end it. Bye. Bye. Bye.